Hi there, and welcome to Through My Lens of Life. Today's podcast is entitled The Helping Hand of Depression The Journey of the Survivor. So I wanted to talk a little bit about depression. Now, I know there are many people out there that are suffering on their journey um, with depression. And I can tell you 100% know what it feels like to be where you are. But the reason why I chose to tell my own story is um, just kind of shine a light at the end of the dark tunnel and to sort of show you that there is light there in the long journey with depression. And it's not a hopeless place to be. Um, there are various different ways with dealing with depression and if you are being treated for it, um, most definitely continue your treatment. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're working with a therapist, brilliant, and continue to work with your therapist. But I've just decided to share my story um, with the world uh, in hopes that it will perhaps uh, help someone who is in a similar uh, situation or has, been, has had similar experiences to me and um, to kind of create a place of hope where a lot of the time everyone feels very hopeless um, and alone in the, in the place of depression. So I battled depression for many, many years. And um, I sort of went through it in different cycles. And during that time, I was treated with medication, different kinds of medication on and off um, for a long period of time. But sort of the worst bout hit me just um, a couple of months after I had my son 18 years ago. And um, I suffered quite badly after uh, he was born um, with postnatal depression. And I was treated with medication, um, but it didn't really have much effect. So I sort of went off the medication and sort of like rode the waves of mediocre depression for a long time after that. And uh, the second bout that hit me really, really badly um, was sort of just after my mom died in 2004. And from then on... Um, uh, I sort of uh, battled quite badly with uh, terrible grief and it was very hard to get over and sort of it plunged me back deep down into depression all over again. I went on a second treatment course of medication and um, sort of tried to to ride that out but uh, it wasn't very successful. I ended up feeling worse on the medication and um, the next phase of, of really, really bad um, depression that hit me was uh, right after I was diagnosed with my chronic illness of uh, IH. And that was the hardest and toughest area, um, I must say, to, um, to be in. Because when, you, when you're diagnosed with a chronic illness, um, it's very hard not to, not to get depressed, especially when um, you have you know, got partial disability from it, 
um, you ended up, you know, feeling like less of a person. And so I've done other podcasts where I've actually gone more into it. Um, but generally, you know, that's where the depression cycle was sitting there for a long time. And it was basically made a lot worse um, by the grief of my mom's death. And sort of struggling between chronic illness and grief and chronic illness and grief for many years. And sort of like unable to pick my head up above water. And on and off here and there, um, I went back on medication after seeing a doctor, you know, trying to treat it with medication. And because of my RH, it just didn't mix well. Um, I found I became suicidal on medication so it didn't agree with me and so I left it off and sort of like continued to battle with it. So that's just a little bit of background um, on my journey with depression but this is actually a story of hope. You know uh, everyone else would sort of like think that you know I would talk about all the suffering I went through and that kind of thing. And yes, there were very, very bad places, very dark places that I did go through. But after many years, um, I finally come to a place where I've managed to, to see a bit of light and to lift my head above water. And this is why I wanted to make this podcast, to give you a story of hope. Now, when I was going through the the darkness of depression. I can tell you right now, there was no way I would ever have seen this place um, from, from that level of where I was sitting in. But I believe it had to take all that time and I had to go through everything I did in order to get to this place, you know, if, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like because the journey is a, is a road that you walk on. And so you have to discover everything you need to discover about yourself. And there's so many things to learn. You know, chronic illness taught me so much um, about myself and about the rest of the world. And um, I believe that to be true still to this day. If I hadn't have gotten chronically ill, I wouldn't have learned any of the things that I did learn. Um, and if I hadn't have been through that dark place of grief, I wouldn't have learned all the things that I did during that time. So even though I was in a, a bad place of suffering, it has worked out well in one way, and that's because I've managed to see it as a place of learning. Um, everything that happens to us is designed to teach us something. That's what I believe. And um, during the darkest place of it, of course, you know, you can't see the lesson in it. You can't see what is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to show me? Um, about myself and about people I know and about my world and my experiences and that sort of thing. I mean, there's no ways when you're in that very, very dark, deep pit that you're going to look at it like it's trying to teach you something. But as time goes on, you can start to see um, if you want to to get out of that place of suffering, you start to see that maybe it could be teaching you something and to ask the questions of sort of what could that be. So the first thing I found that depression has taught me is that it highlighted my suffering, which was 
states of anxiety, stress, sadness, hopelessness, and despair, it really highlighted it for me, and I realized that I was really, really suffering. And so I took notice of that suffering. And when becoming aware of it, I realized I didn't want to be there anymore. And I thought to myself, there must be a way for me to get out of feeling like this all the time. There must be something I could do to help myself. Because everything that I've tried in the past, whether it be talking about my problems or whether it be taking medication, nothing had helped me. Nothing. And I was sort of kept cycling back into that deep place of depression all the time and never being able to get out. Always going back into deep emotional well of suffering. And I always felt like I was drowning, like I couldn't get out of it, no matter how hard I tried. But when I started taking notice of the suffering, I realized, wait a minute, I am suffering, suffering really, really badly and I don't want to be here anymore. I'm ruining the relationships around me. I'm depressing everybody else. I am feeling sorry for myself. I am drowning myself with my own thoughts, with my own emotions, with my own pain, with my own destruction of self. And I knew there must be a way that I could possibly help myself out of that dark place. And so with that awareness, the second part comes along where you realize that change needs to happen. Because the bigger the suffering, the more you know that change has to come. There is no other way to get out of your situation than to embrace change. And that change is an internal one. Now, obviously, if you're in an environment where people are not understanding of you or they're tired of your depression and things like that, it's going to have to be a very hard journey for you to go internally and sort of um, contemplate what's going on inside of you. But change leads to introspection of self in your whole world. So you start examining yourself more closely, like, what am I feeling? Why am I suffering like this? What is it exactly that's causing me to keep cycling back into this deep pit and I just can't get out of it no matter how hard I try? And one of the things I noticed about myself is my thoughts. I, tend, I, I tended to relive the past. So I sort of recycled the past memories over and over and over again. And sort of way like trying to make myself suffer. And, you know, sort of blaming myself for things like my mom's death. And um, for not being a good enough mom myself. And for getting ill. And for letting everybody else down in my family. And for not amounting to much in my life. All these things constantly replayed themselves over and over in me. And um, I sort of you know, could not get past it. I couldn't, no matter how much I spoke about it, it didn't help heal it. So this is why sometimes speaking about things doesn't change anything. And for me, it didn't for a very long time because of my thought processes 
were not dedicated to changing the way in which I was thinking. It was only dedicated to recycling the pain and feeling it all over again, never dealing with those emotions. And so I've done other podcasts where I go into detail about dealing with emotions. And it would be good if that, you know, if you're suffering with depression to go and listen to those because those are the mechanisms I've been using to help myself with depression. And that's the reason why I decided to make podcasts about them. All my podcasts are um, mechanisms that I have used to help myself on my journey with um, chronic illness and depression and sadness and all the things that come with it. Um, And they're really helping me. And I'm hoping that they'll help other people too. So when you examine yourself... Um, with introspection more closely you find the you behind all the feelings and emotions that have built up over time and through experience you need to really go and have a look at those emotions and find out what they are and name them feel them look back at those memories and examine each and every one examining what those are you begin um the journey of self-finding and self-healing. Now, this is something that no one else can do for you. I'm telling you the honest truth from my own truth, from my own heart. No one else can do this for you but you. You know, people can have a, have a helpful hand. They can do things for you. They can listen to you. But in terms of sorting out your own emotions that are secret unto yourself... Only you can do these things. And if you manage to go and find out in every single situation that you have saved up in your memory banks what you were feeling and what you were going through and what you didn't receive at those times and you kind of sort of lend yourself to giving those things to yourself, you can make an incredible difference in the way those memories are once again experienced in yourself afterwards. And this is something I had to do. Another thing it teaches you is for you to realize all of your strengths through all of your experiences and also all of your weaknesses. But now here's the strange thing about discovering weaknesses is that most people will think like something like sensitivity would be classed as a weakness. It actually isn't, because in today's society, being sensitive is actually a strength. You know, in a world of apathy, to be sensitive to other people's feelings is actually a strength. So you, you know, you begin to sort of identify and start owning who you are. And the, the pieces of yourself that you had um, sort of lost touch with start becoming more and more evident. And with this, you can start piecing yourself back together again, like a puzzle, you know, one piece at a time. Because you realize in those situations, um, when you can give yourself what you didn't get, that's when you regain your lost power in those situations. And then when you remember your, your memories and you've acknowledged the things that you felt or that you went through, um, the memory is different the feelings are different and so you're not reliving that whole uh, painful experience all over again but you're sort of reliving it only from a place of distant memory which is kind of what um, healing from depression 
sort of needs. Um, so we can stop cycling back into that constant process of reliving that, you know, that imminent pain that happened like it was yesterday when it could have been 10 years ago. You start beginning to find your wholeness once again. Slowly, piece by piece. You know, you start making yourself um, reappear unto you. And you heal all the broken pieces of yourself with um, the gold of your own self-healing. And you begin to discover the little things in life that once again make you happy. And the, the love of life starts to reappear. The hopelessness starts to disappear. The feeling of aloneness starts to disappear. You start seeing the people in your life change before your eyes when you do. And this is the most miraculous thing about self-healing, is that sometimes we feel like we need to change other people. And the harder we try to change them, the kind of the worse it gets. Because the actuality is we are reflections of our world. And when we change, our world is reflected in change back to us. And at the end of it, you start of noticing the light at the end of the tunnel. And you start finding that inner peace within yourself once again. And the dark days become less and less over time. And that doesn't mean that they don't come back. Oh, they surely do. But your dedication to self-healing, every time those dark thoughts and those places of memory start hitting you once again, and you are aware that they are happening to you, you can sort of, you know, say, okay, I'm going to have this memory now. I'm going to analyze it. Every time you have those thoughts that want to come back and make you depressed all over again, it is a marker for you to analyze. Why are you having that memory? Why are you being taken back to that place? It's showing you there's something that needs discovery and something that needs healing from you. So let me tell you that there is hope and light at the end of the darkened path of depression. Light starts to show through the clouds once again. And you realize that you are a survivor of depression. You are not a victim. And so as you move every single day on your journey, more and more light starts to show in your life. More and more happiness starts to come your way. And you start to feel more and more love and peace with yourself, within your relationships, within the rest of the world. Remember that you are not what happened to you. It is something that happened to you, but you are not it. And this is why I refuse to identify with being the face of my illness because at one stage I was definitely owning that and I was wanting to be the face of IH but I've decided I no longer want to be the face of IH because if I become the face of IH it becomes my identity and I refuse to be the face of IH it will not define who I am 
it is a small, insignificant piece of who I am in this world. And it does not define me. It will no longer rob me of anything. And I still create the happiness in my world. Hopefully, this podcast has helped you in some way. I really hope it has. And maybe if not now, somewhere in your future, um, you might listen to it again and get some, some helpful hand from it. Because for me, depression has been a helping hand in my life. It hasn't been the end to it. It hasn't been the deciding factor to decide who and what I am. It's been a, a helping hand to a better place when I was ready to accept the help and the lesson that was lying within it. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll join me for my next episode. This is Rosalie, and you've been listening to Through My Lens of Life.